Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Oh, yeah. Get ready to be entertained, y'all. This is the best sports talk show out. I'm your host, Grand Hefe. This is Unpopular Opinion. No co-host today. He'll be back tomorrow. But, hey, man, get ready to be entertained. If you listen to us on YouTube, smash that like button. Apple iTunes, give us a rating, five-star preferably. Google Play, Spotify, however you listen to it. We want to welcome you to the show today. Got a real good show for y'all today. As always, man, listen, there's no day... There's no day, you know, that the Unpopular Opinion podcast is not entertaining. Let's let's just let's just speak facts here. No cap, you know. But as mentioned, we got a lot of stuff to, to talk about today. A lot of stuff happened over the weekend while we wasn't uh, on. We apologize for last week. I know we we we, we haven't been, um, you know, as consistent as, as we would want to be. Trust me, that is not by. Oh, that is not on purpose that, you know, things things have come up. There's been a lot of stuff happening in the past uh, few weeks, but we promise we will get back on track top five days a week instead of just three. Uh, don't worry if you guys miss us. I know you guys miss us, uh, but we're going to start bringing this this is content, this heat for you guys. Um, want to thank you guys to the show before we start today. Let's get into this show, man. A.B. traded to the Raiders. From the Pittsburgh Steelers over the weekend, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I, I don't remember exactly which day this happened. I think it happened Saturday night. Uh, you know, I think this happened around 11-ish. Uh, I got the alert to my phone, and I'm like, nah, this cannot be true. You know, I, I had to look at it again. I'm like, you know, and I had had a, you know, a beer. I was like, yeah, let me make sure I'm not tripping here. Okay, yeah, that says Antonio Brown traded to the Ravens. Oh, man. And then, you know, I didn't go look it up right away, you know, about all the details about what what happened. I like to do my homework when I'm when I'm when I'm quiet, when when everything is quiet and I can just sit down and focus. So I wanted to wait, you know, uh and then I see that it's for a third and a fifth round pick. And I'm like the Steelers absolutely got robbed. You know, the Raiders definitely 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 got the best of this trade here. I mean, the Steelers still have to take on 21 million of their money, 21 million and some change. Just, just listen to this, just to save two and a half million dollars if they had them on the roster by March 17th, which is, I believe, next Sunday. You still got 21 million of dead space. But hey, good thing is you saved two and a half million dollars, you know. Whatever that's worth. You getting rid of a guy who had, who's have had six straight 100 
catch 1,000-yard receiving seasons. On top of that, eight or more touchdowns in each of those seasons. That's what you're giving away. So, still a fans, you can, you can hush with the, we don't need you, we got Juju. We, listen, you can, you can save that. Juju's nice. We're going to talk about Juju later on in, in the show, about what we expect from him. Juju is nice, but he's no A.B. He's no A.B. And for everybody saying, you know, he's 30 years old. Well, this guy had 104 catches last year, 1,297 yards, and a league-high 15 touchdowns. That, that, that's not a 30-year-old that's showing signs of any let go. To get 100 catches in the NFL, that's not easy. And then to add that with 1,300 yards and then catch 15 touchdowns while, while get this, this is the kicker here, while being double coverage every single game, A.B. don't sneak up on anybody. You know who A.B. is. You know when A.B. comes to town, you know that you are, you're finna be in a dogfight. Even through all of this madness that he's been going on with the Steelers, you have not heard one person, not one person, come out and say that this guy's not a hard worker, that this guy don't give you everything he got when he's there. Like, it, you know, but that's the thing. When he's there and he's going to have to to chill it on the antics, but what you get as a football player outweigh anything that he, that, 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 that he does. Let's be clear here. Antonio, it's not like Antonio Brown, you know, uh, gets in trouble with the police. He does all stuff that can be fixed. He does stuff that can be corrected if he's in the right situation. And I think John Gruden is, uh, is, is that right situation for Antonio Brown, a veteran coach who's been in the league, who's, done, who's been there and done that. Now, people will say that was Tony Dungy's team that, that John Gruden won with, but he still won it, just like Steve Kerr. That, that, that might have been Mark Jackson's team. But Mark Jackson didn't get him over the hump. You know, Steve Kerr did. As much as I love Mark. Now, should these guys get more credit? Of course. But they didn't get over the hump with the same teams. You know, Tony Dungy didn't win it until he got with uh, until he got in Indianapolis. Mark Jackson didn't win it. Steve Kerr did it. So I think John Gruden is that right situation for him. Uh, and I don't know if you're the if you're the 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 the. Stillers, how do you let him go for a third and a fifth round? That's trash. I was thinking at least when, when, when I seen he was traded and all this whole time, I'm thinking he's not going for anything less than a first rounder. You know, nothing less than a first rounder. Mark Cooper got let go for a first round. Now I get it. He's what, 25 or 26. I get it. He's still young. But this guy, Mark Cooper, couldn't shine Antonio Brown's shoes. Let's be honest about this. He Coop is, Coop is nice, but he couldn't shine Antonio Brown's shoes. And he got let go for a third and fifth. And I'm sure this was just a rush so you didn't have him on the roster. He couldn't have been that much of a distraction that a third and a fifth round pick. You know? And the Oakland Raiders, they they did Antonio Brown a a, a solid. Like, man, like, like. How much better, how much better could things get if you're AB? You know, you went to you 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 talked your way out of Pittsburgh with three years left on your deal, and you got a raise. 
So, from Pro Football Talk, Antonio's Brown three-year uh, deal, the three years left on his deal, he didn't get any more. His, his, his money will increase from $38.9 million to $50.1 million. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? This man got an increase while talking his way out, out of a team with three years left on his deal. This man got 12 more million dollars. That ain't no little chunk of change. Add it to the salary that you already have. 38.9 to 50.1. That's what they gave him. That's what they gave him. So if you AB, the a, AB and the Raiders won this trade, the Steelers, you lose again. <laughs> you know, you lost earlier this year when Le'Veon Bell didn't show up and he found out that you that if you that if you franchise tagged him again, it would count as a third franchise tag, which means that you would have to pay him quarterback money and it wouldn't count as a second franchise tag because he didn't sign it. When he got that news, he decided not 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 to show up. Remember, report said he was in Pittsburgh the week that he was supposed to show uh, the week that, that 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 he was supposed to be there. The last week he was supposed to be there. He, he was there was reports that he were going to sign the franchise tag. And then all of a sudden, in the, as, as my grandma used to say in the South, in the midnight hours in the wee hours of the night, he said, not going to happen. You want me? You're going to have to franchise tag me again. You're going to have to play me instead of that 14 million that you was going to give me this year. Now you're going to give me 20 million. And don't think I won't sign that for 20 million. One, one year for, for, for 20 million, you can bet your bottom dollar uh, Le'Veon Bell was going to sign that. So cat and mouse, you lose there. Now with the Antonio Brown, you only got a third and a fifth round pick. <laughs> Good luck with that. Maybe you'll find the gym, but... How, that's that's highly highly unlikely, you know. Now you get two two picks in the third round. I get it, you know. You could probably get you a gym out of one of those, but still probably not going to equal the value of Antonio Brown, you know. So AB and the Raiders definitely won this won this uh portion of the trade, and you're going to lose again in a few weeks because Le'Veon Bell is going to walk completely away from you. Still a, still a fans. I don't want to hear anything about you got Juju. I don't. He ain't a, he ain't Antonio Brown. He's just not. Uh moving on though, um the Los Angeles Lakers is in a bit of a situation right now. Obviously, um they won't make the playoffs. You know, I think this is be the um the the sixth time, the sixth year in a row, fifth year in a row that 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 they won't make the playoffs. But I've been seeing a, a lot of this, you know, it happened last week when LeBron James passed Michael Jordan on the on, on the all time scoring list, uh, you know, from the reports, the Laker fan base didn't give him the proper congratulations that they probably should have, you know, and it got me to thinking, how should the Lakers be feeling right now? Almost done with their first season with LeBron. And my, my, my answer to that is, 
Who cares how how the Laker fans should feel? You guys are losers. And let me tell you something, man. Laker fan base is starting to become, to me, worse than the Dallas Cowboy fans. Yes, I said it. The Laker fan base is about to become, about to become the 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 Cowboys fan base. And let me tell you why. I don't know where the Laker fans get this thing from that people owe them something or that 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 people that people somehow like they deserve to be winning. Y'all are losers. Losers. That's what you guys are. Losers. Losers. Last time you made it to the playoffs was what 2012, 2013? Losers. That's what you guys are. Yeah, you won it in 2009, 2010. The back-to-back with the Kobe team. And see, people act like Kobe never had any help. People throw out that team that, oh, Kobe, Kobe won it. Yeah, Kobe didn't have another, per se, superstar on that team. I give him that. But how many teams did in the NBA at that time? How many teams did have multiple stars? Around that time. Now, they beat the Boston Celtics. I give them that. That was that was the start of all the super teams in this era. You know? But let's not act like that team Kobe had with Scrubs. See, people like to talk about these guys. And they when, 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 when you talk about championships, when you talk about guys that won championships, and you get in discussions and you get in debate with guys, they always like to take in the totality of that player's career. And say, oh, they wasn't nothing. Where, where is Bynum now? Where, where you know, Paul Gasol is this. Where, where is these guys now? And I don't care about where they are now. I care about what they were then. Make no mistake about it. Andrew Bynum was a top three center in the league then. Paul Gasol was one of the best big men in the league then. Trevor Ariza was one of the best three and D guys in the league then. Derek Fisher was one of the best point guard or the most experienced veteran point guard who, who has played in big games and hit big shots then. I don't, I don't care about all this other stuff. Ron Artest was, was the man then. And he also hit big shots in those, in those finals. So I don't care about what they are as a whole in their whole career. I care about what they were when they were playing then, you know? And... And people put out this, people put out this notion, you know, uh, I, I talk about, you know, I get in debate with guys all the time on Facebook because, you know, lately they've been putting out the, the uh, Kobe Bryant memes, you know, about, or not, not necessarily a meme, but they put it out, the graphics, Kobe took the 17 and 65 Lakers to the playoffs, you know, he, he need no, he need no other stars. And I always ask this question and I get no answer. Or what they do is they pit it pat around it and then they deflect like they always do because that's the only thing LeBron haters can do. That's the only thing they know how to do is bring up three and six and deflect. That's that's the only thing. Three and six and oh he have to keep switching teams. That's the only thing that, that, that they can say. Anything other than that, when you start hitting with facts, they don't they don't like they don't want to answer. So I asked them this question. How many games Kobe missed that year that, that, that he took that 17 to 65 team to the, to the playoffs? How many games he missed? And they can never answer it. They can never answer it. If you're a Laker fan out here today, the, late, the pre-LeBron Laker fan, you know, I'm, I ask you the same question. 
How many games did Kobe miss that season? You know? So what he tried to tell me was, oh, well, LeBron wasn't hurt. His agents say he could play, but I don't care about that. We get it. We all know LeBron could have came back. It was widely reported that his agent, Rich Paul, said if this was the playoffs, LeBron would be playing right now. We totally understand that. Nobody is debating you there. Nobody is debating whether or not he could have been playing, but he wasn't playing. So I asked you, how many games did Kobe miss the, the year that he took them to the playoffs? That's what I asked, because all I know is when LeBron James was playing full time, LeBron James was averaging 27 points. Uh, that was that was about third or fourth in the NBA behind Anthony Davis, uh, James Harden. And I believe it, it was one more. I, I can't I, I can't remember the name right now. He was averaging 27 points. And they were winning and nobody was talking about LeBron about, oh, this ain't the East LeBron, this and that. Nobody was saying that then, you know. The minute he got hurt, they go five and twelve, jumps from drops from the fourth seed to the tenth seed. Now, in his return, he hasn't been great. But let's 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 make no mistake about it. This guy is still giving you twenty-seven points a game. You know, this guy is still giving you twenty-seven points a game, and he hasn't been great since he came back. That's on him. Since he's been back, that's on him. I make no, no excuse about that. You got to be better. You got to get your team to the playoff. You got to, or you have to will them to win because no matter if they win, if winning and losing doesn't really matter for them, they have to hope the Clippers and the Kings lose enough. That's what they have to hope, you know? And now with LeBron on minutes restrictions, Lonzo shut down for the season, Brandon Ingram shut down for the season. They've gave up on this year. And it's pretty much over with for them. But they, they needed a lot of help. And I said this after the All-Star break. I'm not sure if the Lakers are going to get in because they, they're going to need a lot of help. It's not like it's win and they're in. It's you have to win and you got to hope the two teams in front of you or the three teams, including the Spurs, start losing. That's what you had to hope if you were, if you were the, um, the Lakers. So that's why I was saying I'm not sure whether or not that It'll be enough to to get him in the playoffs, even if even if he came back on fire, you know. So you have that. So Laker next year, next season, I think you guys will will will, will get into the playoffs. There's no way I see LeBron James missing the playoffs in two straight years. I don't I don't see that. I think he could have got them back into the playoffs this season, but he quit on them because he, he, he just realized that this season was a waste. That's no, no excuse. As I said, since he's come back, LeBron, you get no excuse for me. You have to be better than that. But let's not act, let's not act like the reason that they're in this situation is because of, is because of LeBron and, and, oh, the West is so hard and this is not the East. Like, that's what I don't like, because you have to put everything into context here. You have to put everything into context here. And that is the man got hurt. He got hurt. While they were still in the playoff picture, he come back. They're not in the playoff picture. They dropped six spots. And somehow we put this on LeBron and say, Oh, see, see, Kobe would have never done this. 
Kobe would have got his team to the playoffs. Kobe would have did this. MJ would have never done that. MJ would have got his team to the playoffs. How many games did these guys miss? That's what I want to know. That's all I want to know. You know, I had the guy tell me yesterday that that LeBron fake fake getting hurt. <laughs> and, and I asked him, I said, why would he fake getting hurt when they were doing good? It's not like they were losing when he were playing. I get it. Did he linger on the injury? For sure. But why would he fake getting hurt in order to have an excuse to not miss the playoff or not making the playoffs when they were in the playoff picture in winning? <laughs> I'm confused. Somebody help me make that make sense. So somebody tell me how that makes sense. That this man fake getting hurt just so he just so when they missed the playoffs, he will have an excuse. But they were in the playoffs when he was playing. I know, just as stupid. Just as stupid. Uh, moving on, though. Uh, as we talked about earlier, AB traded to the Steelers. Now it's expectations for Juju Smith, you know? I think Juju Smith-Schuster is a, is a, is, is a very good receiver. I think he could be uh, one of the greats. I think he can do what Antonio Brown is doing right now, you know? Rookie season, 58 catches. 917 yards, seven touchdowns. Last season in his sophomore year, got increasingly better. Uh, 111 catches, 1,426 yards, seven TDs. You know, amazing jump. I think realistic expectations for him next season is about 85 catches, 1,000 yards, and uh, nine touchdowns. I think his touchdowns will, will increase because now he had 111 catches last year. Uh, which was probably on about 130 some targets. Imagine how many targets he's gonna get next next year. He's gonna get a lot of those chances. He's gonna get a lot of the chances that AB got now. So his numbers, catching wise, I believe will be down. His his receiving yards, I think, will be down. But I think he's gonna score more because he's gonna get more opportunities. Now, next season, Juju Smith Schuster is not as I talked about with Antonio Brown earlier. Juju Smith-Schuster is not going to sneak up on anybody next year. They're going to know who he was. You catch 100 passes in this league, you're you're no longer one of the young guys. You you are now considered as one of the premier guys in in the NFL. Whether you are or not, you're going to be considered as one of the premier guys in this league. If you're not a slot receiver, slot receivers normally don't get a lot of the credit. Like we talk about Julian Edelman, we talk about the guys like, Wes Welker and all these guys, Danny Amendola, but they don't get the respect as a guy who 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 who's running the X or the Y receiver. They don't they don't get that. The two outside guys, they don't they don't get it. They don't get that kind of respect. So he's not going to sneak up on anybody next season. They're going to know who he is. He's going to see a lot of double coverage. You can expect Juju Smith to be doubled every single game. And how will he react to that? How, how, how would he react to being the guy? See, last year, Antonio Brown took a lot of that off of him. He took a lot of that off. Of, and Antonio Brown had 104 catches, getting double the whole entire season. Almost 1,300 yards, 15 touchdowns. He did that while getting double. How would Juju Smith uh, react to getting double? How would he react 
you know, how how has his game changed once he started to get frustrated because he's not open every single play, you know? Now, I'm not saying he won't. I'm just saying it's going to be hard. I'm rooting for Juju. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him because I like him. He's not, he, he's flashy, but he's not arrogant, you know? He, 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 he's a hard worker and, 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 and he go gets it, you know? You can tell he, want, he wants to be one of the greats. And I like that about him. But it's the difference between being the number two guy and being the number one guy. Only few, only few people truly, truly know or is a, a true number one. You know, it's tough to be a number one. It's easy when you're number two and, and nobody's really paying attention to you. You know, and, and you're getting the ball a lot because you're good because nobody can really cover you one on one. So you can beat one-on-one coverage all day. I used to tell my uh, friends, you know, when I played football in high school, and, and we would do one-on-one every day before practice. We had about 15 minutes of one-on-ones before we actually started practice, DB versus receiver and just the quarterback, one-on-one. And I, and, I, and, and I kill them. And I used to kill them, you know. Then we go to seven-on-seven, and see, now they got help. They can play zone. You know, they, the safety's there, the linebacker's up underneath and all that. You know, it's a little bit different. You have to play a little bit different and you have to focus a little bit more. Now that you're the number one, you have to hone your craft. You have to work on that tirelessly. I'm not saying Juju won't. I'm just saying, you know, and I've never played in the NFL, but I know what hard work looks like, you know. So I'm rooting for you, Juju. I'm rooting for you. And, and, and I hope you make another Pro Bowl, you know. But realistic expectations for me. We're looking at about 85 catches, 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns on the year, which is actually a really, a really good year in this league. You know, uh, you know, 85 catches, that don't just come easy. 1,000 yards don't just come by easy. That's, that'll be his second straight 1,000 yards. And then he, he increasing on the touchdowns. It's just going to be a little bit different when you being the guy. More LeBron news. Jeff Van Gundy the other night when, they, when the Lakers was playing the Celtics, he had some interesting things to say. Uh, actually, it was pretty stupid, honestly. But he said that the Lakers should, that the Lakers, uh, the Lakers should trade, explore trading LeBron. Into that, I say I'm gonna say what Mark Jackson said. What are you doing? What are you doing? Because this don't make sense. This wasn't. I said earlier, this wasn't the Le- LeBron that we're used to seeing. The, the LeBron as far as dominance. But he still gave you 27, uh, 8 and 8 and 8. Almost 9 rebounds a game and 8 assists a game. He still did that. You know? He shot 60-some percent from the free throw line. That's his fault. Make no mistake about it. He shot 60-some percent from the free throw line. Imagine, imagine if he was just a 70% free throw shooter. He would be at about 31 points a game. And that's not even trying. Imagine if he was an 80% free throw shooter. This man would be almost averaging 40 a game. <laughs> that's not even trying. That's, that's, just, that's just waking up being LeBron, you know? So, yeah, this ain't the same LeBron as far as dominance, the, 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 the natural leader, the, the guy who act like he cared about playing basketball. We, we didn't see that guy this year, but we still seen a, 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 a LeBron that can just roll out the bed and still play with the best of anybody. <laughs> if it wasn't for James Harden scoring tantrum 
Imagine where James Harden would be at. Now, I've seen a crazy stat for James Harden yesterday, and it says if this guy, if this guy averaged zero points, listen to this. If this man goes scoreless for the rest of the season, he will still average 28 points a game this season. That's amazing. That's, that's amazing. That you don't have to score another point this entire season and you can still finish the regular season averaging 28 points a game. That's what I wanted to see LeBron do. You got to take over. Now, that's his fault. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. But what are you going to get for that's, that's, that's better than LeBron? Do you think Anthony Davis or KD can come over and change the culture? Yeah, I'm sure they can get to the, to the playoffs with him because I don't see KD getting hurt. He had that one foot injury, and really, KD don't really get hurt. So, yeah, just like LeBron, if LeBron wasn't hurt, if he didn't miss any games this year, the Lakers would be in the playoffs and we'll be singing a different tune right now. We wouldn't be, we wouldn't be talking about all this other stuff. But who's going to make them truly better about winning a, 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 a title? You know? KD just ain't going to be able to do it by itself. I mean, we're, the, we're just talking about the blatant disrespect for one of the greats who's still doing it. It's not like this guy's a scrub. The thing that we talk about with LeBron, mostly for the past few weeks, is his effort. That can be changed. We ain't talking about his talents. He been stopped playing defense. He wasn't playing defense when they won the NBA championship. Nobody said it then. Now, he's just not playing any defense now. But he's still giving you 27 a game. Could be giving you 30 a game. He ain't even trying. But we're talking about the blatant disrespect for a great, the second greatest player to ever play this game. Three-time champion, three-time finals MVP, four-time regular season MVP, 11-time all-NBA first team. We talking about that guy. See, we bring up everything. See, we, we bring up all LeBron flaws, right? They don't tell you Kobe missed the playoffs in his prime. They don't tell you Kobe, Kobe, Kobe was the original 3-1. See, they don't tell you all that. They don't tell you Jordan was getting swept out of the playoffs in the first round twice. They don't tell you he, he was getting beat every year by, 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 by Bird Celtics. They, they don't tell you that the bad boy Pistons was, 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 was giving Jordan everything he could handle until they got old. See, see and, and until he got Pippen. See, see, they don't tell you that. See, they want you to believe that Jordan did it all by himself, that he never had any help. They want you to believe Kobe was that great, that, that, that all he did was win and all he did was take, take and make big shots. But they forget to tell you Ron Artest hit one of the biggest shots. They, they forget to tell you why Robert Ory got, got the name Big Shot Bob. Well, that, that ain't just by mistake. Fisher hitting big time shots. See, Shaq was the best player on that team. He got the first three finals MVP. See, they don't tell you all that stuff, man. They, they, they want you to believe that, that these guys never done anything wrong, that all they did was win. But we bring up every friggin' flaw that they, they got something to do with LeBron James, and it's sickening. We don't give this man credit for any of the finals that he won. None of them. None of them. We don't even talk about the OKC finals. We, we don't even talk about that finals. We talk about, oh, he got swept against the Spurs. Oh, he melted down against uh, 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 against Dallas. Oh, they needed uh, – uh, and then the next season was the OKC Finals. We skip over that one and say, 
oh man, but he needed Ray Allen to, 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 to make a big shot for him. And then, oh, look what happened that next year. The Spurs ran him off the court. Oh man, he had a 2-1 lead against the Warriors. Oh, Ky- oh he needed Kyrie Irving to, 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 to save him. Oh, see, look, he got swept against the Warriors again. See, that's what we talk about. We, we completely skip over the OKC finals and all, and the other two final wins, we give them to Ray Allen and we give the, uh, the other one to uh, Kyrie Irving. Although in that fourth quarter, in that, two, in that 2016 finals, Kyrie Irving had three points. LeBron James had 16 points. We don't talk that he had 16 points. We don't talk that he had the first 13 points of that, of that quarter before Kyrie Irving hit that shot. We don't talk about that. No, we don't. We, we talk about, oh, Kyrie Irving saved him. We talk about, oh, Ray Allen saved him, although Ray Allen only had nine points in that whole game, and LeBron James had 30-some points, and he had just hit the three to bring them within, within two. And then overtime, he took over. And in game seven, he had a 20, he had 27 point triple-dub, killed him, ran him off the floor, took their heart from him. We don't talk about that. We don't talk what he did in, in OKC, against OKC. We don't talk about that. We talk about all the negative when it comes to LeBron James. And then when it comes to guys like Kobe and Jordan, because we want to knock LeBron, oh, we talk about all the wins. We forget Jordan was 1-8 and eight in the playoffs before he got Pippen. We, we don't talk about that. We, 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 we don't talk about it. We don't. We don't talk. How, how are you Kobe Bryant better than, my, than the LeBron James and you getting swept in your prime? I mean, you, you, you missing the playoffs in your prime. Now, I get it. People may think LeBron is Superman, but... LeBron is not a young guy relatively to basketball years. This man is in his 16th year. Been to eight straight finals. There's a lot of mileage on that leg. This ain't LeBron. LeBron is not in his prime anymore. LeBron wasn't even in his prime last year. LeBron can give you stretches like he did in the playoffs where he can show you how dominant he, he can be when he really locked in. But he, does, he can't sustain it for a whole year. and He knows that. We may think LeBron is in his prime as a 34-year-old male that's been in the league for 16 years, but he's not. This man is going into his 17th year. <laughs> his 17th year. What was Kobe doing in his 17th year? Missing the playoffs. <laughs> what was Michael Jordan doing in his 17th year? Retired. After, after he had already quit twice. So he, 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 it may look like he's in his prime. He's not. He's not. Need to get this man more respect, man, because because he he deserves a lot more respect than what than 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 what's been showing to him right now. Honestly, he deserves a lot more respect. He deserves a lot more respect. Get that man his respect. Uh, moving on, switching gears uh, over to uh, football. Everybody was talking about John Gruden. Everybody was talking about how, oh, he's not a good coach. Oh, this is not the early 2000s. John Gruden, you've been away from football for this long. You don't know. You don't forget how to coach. <laughs> I don't, like, like, I didn't understand that. Like, you don't forget how to coach. And it's not as if he wasn't around football. It, 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 it's, it's not as if he, he, he just completely just went AWOL. From football, he was still an announcer. He was still doing the the Gruden Q, the, the Gruden QB camp. You know, he 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 still know X's and O's. You don't forget how to coach when you're still around the game. He wasn't that far removed. And everybody making jokes. You know, all the analysts on ESPN and FS1. Oh, how's that spider two banana looking now? Well, well, how is it looking now? You know, 
on Wednesday when we talked about this, I wasn't high on him going to the to the Raiders. I I I, I said I would have liked for him to go to the Broncos. But I didn't dismiss the possibility of him going to the Raiders. I was because they had the, the draft picks and they had the, the cap space to do it. But how does Gruden look now? See, I said last year, I was always, I was always on the train that he was doing a good job from the very, very beginning. You know, he got rid of Khalil Mack, who is who is nothing more than just a great individual player. Nothing more than a great individual player. First guy since Lawrence Taylor, the, the goal to be an all-pro at linebacker and at defense and I get it. All the accolades, he can do it. Look what he did for the Chicago Bears this year. He can do it. But what did I get the Chicago Bears this year? Nothing. He doesn't equate winning games. You know? He 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 doesn't take you over the edge. He can be great defensively or individually. That's what he's good at. He's just a great player. Got two first round picks for that. Two this year's first round pick and and uh 2020 first round pick for him. They got plenty of pass rushers in this draft. Plenty of pass rushers. You got Bosa. You got Josh Allen, Brian Burns, uh, Oliver, Ed Oliver, Rashawn Gary, Farrell, Wilkins. You got plenty of pass rushers in this draft. Plenty of guys that can get after the quarterback. Trust me, you're going to replace him really quick. You know, most mock drafts that I see got Josh Allen going to the Raiders. That's an excellent pick. If you haven't seen Josh Allen play, go back and watch some Kentucky games from this year. That guy would jump off the screen. Trust me. Got rid of Amari Cooper, who I think is wildly inconsistent. Wildly inconsistent. You know, got a first-round pick for him. Pick 27 this year from Dallas. So the Oakland Raiders got three first-round picks this year. They got their own at number four who they're probably going to take a pass rusher. They already got Antonio Brown to help Derek Carr. I think at pick 24, they should probably go cornerback. They can get, if Greedy Williams is still on the board, he, 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 he might be gone. Or they can get the safety Taylor Happ. You know, at 27, they can double back. They can get a linebacker. They got Devin White, the linebacker from, from LSU. You can go get a receiver. Maybe D, uh, I doubt D, DK Metcalf will slip, but there's other there's other receivers that 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 they could take. I seen a mock draft where they can get Paris Campbell. I love Paris Campbell, the the receiver from Ohio State. I love Paris Campbell. You know, I said the Browns should get him, opposite of Jar or Jarvis Landry. That'll help my Browns out. That'll help Baker out tr- tremendously. That'll help Chubb out. That'll help Kareem Hunt out. Duke Johnson, we would be loaded. They get Paris Campbell opposite of, of Antonio Brown. That's your Juju Smith-Schuster right there. That's your Juju Smith-Schuster, you know? This Gruden, Gruden, Gruden has, is going to be able to put together a nice roster. You got three first-round picks this year. He don't, him and Mike Mayotte, Mike Mayotte knows football. You can't. They're, they're plugged in. They, they know the guys. I doubt that they're going to mess up three first-round picks. That pick that they have, that pick that they have, their own pick, that number four, they can't mess that up. Anybody they take at that, at that spot will be good. <laughs> they, they, they can't mess up. Not to mention, uh, I ain't even mentioned Quentin Williams from Alabama. Or Sweat, Montrez Sweat 
I ain't even mentioned those those guys. They cannot go wrong at number four. Then you essentially got Antonio Brown for Amari Cooper and, and got to keep your first round pick. I'll take that any day. Oh, I'm just switching on uh, Amari Cooper getting Antonio Brown? Oh, too easy. You see what Amari Cooper did for Dallas this year. He can have games where he explode. And I love Cooper. This hurts me. Because when, when, when Amari Cooper first came out of Alabama, I was high on Amari Cooper. I said he was the best receiver in that draft. But look, but being in the NFL, you can see he's been consistent since he's been there. He have years where he has monster years, and then he comes back the next season, and, and you don't even know what's going on. He did that with Dallas this year. He had games where he exploded. And then he had games towards the end of the year when they needed him most. You couldn't find him. You know? That's that's who you got out of that. This this next season, Raider fans, you will have a a really good year next year. And you're going to be playing a four-place schedule. And you're going to be much better. <laughs> you're playing a four-place schedule and much, much better. So... How does Gruden look now, folks? How does, how does Gruden look now in the grand scheme of things? How does he look now? He looks like a genius now. And nobody's going to have anything bad to say. Three first-round picks, and you got Antonio Brown. Nobody will say anything bad. That's going to be it for today's show, guys. want to thank you guys for tuning into the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. Continue to download the podcast. Run those numbers up. Leave us a rating on Apple iTunes, Google Spot- uh, Google Play, Spotify. If you're on YouTube, leave us a like. That'll be greatly appreciated. That'll go a long ways. See you guys tomorrow. OG Raw will be back tomorrow. Thank you guys for tuning in.